Hello, welcome to what we're calling the The Ring Podcast. Just, just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Jen, Jen has objected to this name. I think it's perfect. <laughs> Hello, I that I'm Quiva, by the way, and I'm joined with Jen. Hi. We're already off to a great start. <laughs> I I objected to the name, but I'm I'm begrudgingly going along with it just because it, I fully admit I could not think of anything better. Yeah. Um. So we are here to talk about. The The Ring series. Um, I won't keep doing that. I promise. We're go- we're going to talk about the Ring. Um, you know the the horror movie, the tape that kills you, the creepy girl. Um, it was the the American movie was big in two thousand and two. Um, it got a couple of sequels. If you know about this movie, you probably are aware that it is a remake of a Japanese movie. What you may not be aware is that there are loads of sequels and they get completely ridiculous very, very quickly. Um, it, is, it is safe to say it is a, a much larger franchise than I think anyone is aware of. Yeah, anyone, uh, like, most that most people outside of Japan aren't aware of at the very least. Um, there was, there was, the most recent movie was released in 2022, last year, um, and there are, like, a dozen more of them, uh, and they're almost all terrible, <laughs> and I would, I would like, uh, I've been kind of obsessed with them over the last year, and I would very much like to share with everyone my obsession. Um, I have, I have another podcast uh, I guess I'll just plug it called Jury of the Monkey King, which also exists because I was just really obsessed with the novel Journey to the West. Uh, I just do this sometimes, apparently. It, it's it's a good podcast. You should you should listen to this if you're listening to this not having heard that podcast first. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know. We're we're gonna we're gonna start off talking about um the nineteen ninety eight movie um, which is which is good. It's a good film. It's like the one straightforwardly. This is just a good film that they've made. You should go watch it. Um, but if you uh haven't seen it uh and you you just want to listen to this or if you want a refresher on it uh or you've you've seen the american version and you don't care about seeing the original we're going to we're going to go through it now to set the scene and set the you know set up what what why people like this series i guess and what the good thing that started off before we get to um fucking uh, baseball um and and the Ring versus The Grudge, which is a movie they, if you remember The Grudge as well, for about the same time, it was pretty big. Um, they they did make a Ring versus The Grudge movie. Um, there there is, um, just, I don't know. It's it's a very silly series. Um, first one's very good. That's what we're going to talk about today. But I promise we will get to the. The ridiculous stuff. We should tease more. What else? What else? I should have prepared this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> note, note to Quiva. Edit out me saying that. Um, shit, 
shit. Well, well you, meant, you mentioned Sadako Baseball, which is the most important one to cover. Mm. Yes, um, Sadako does Sadako, which is is if you again if you've seen the American version, Sadako is the name of the creepy girl in the the Japanese version. Um, Samara in the American one. My cat is rubbing her head against the microphone. I'm sorry if you could hear any weird noises because of that. Um, yes, okay, so... my cat's name is Asog. Um, yeah, there's Sa- Sadako. Sadako plays baseball and has a has a, a YouTube channel and TikTok where she does like cutesy relatable videos about the struggles of her daily life being I, a, a dead I did not monster ghost thing and, and movie star <laughs> I did not know about the TikTok so even even till now I'm still learning about Oh the the, t- the TikTok is just like clips from the YouTube, longer YouTube videos basically Oh that's disappointing Yeah um I'm hoping for some more uh, some more fresh Sadako content but yeah, there's there's gonna be to 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 I guess uh to whet your appetite there's there's gonna be um it's gonna be cloning there's gonna be VR um there's there's gonna be turning other people into more sadicos um shit gets very weird very fast yeah it's it's it is it is an amazing series um. We've rambled through this intro for long enough. Should have prepared a better intro. Let us just talk about the one good movie in this series. <laughs> um, Ring, uh, or The Ring, or or Ringu, whatever you want to call it, from 1998. So yeah, actually, a note on the name first. Um, this movie is known by a bunch of things. Um, in In North America, this was released as... Ringu, which is a transliteration of the Japanese name, which is a transliteration of the word ring. In other places, it was just called. It was just released as Ring. Um, in it in the original theatrical poster, um, in Japan, it says the ring on it in English. <laughs> so, call it whatever you want. I think I'm just gonna stick with calling it Ring. But if, if if you want to call it Ringu, do I guess? Knock yourself out. Yeah. And so this 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 is the movie, the famous movie about about the tape that kills you. Um, if you've if you've seen it, and it it, I think it 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 knows it knows that it's going to be the movie about the tape that kills you. It gets it cuts it gets the the tape that kills you idea going pretty pretty immediately. Yeah, literally the first scene after the opening credits is two two girls talking about the the tape that kills you. Yeah, uh, it's like two um, secondary school girls. Uh... Uh, one one thing about the opening scene I do want to bring up is that when when the scene starts, the girls are in one of the one of the girls' bedrooms, and the TV on the background is playing baseball. Late <laughs> <laughs> later on. They get a they get a fake out phone call like you think that it's gonna be the phone call that that kills you, but it's actually her mother who was, says she's gonna be late because she's at a baseball game, and then the TV downstairs turns on, 
and that also has baseball in it. What I'm saying is all of this is foreshadowing for Sadako baseball. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> they, they, they knew years ahead of time that this franchise was going to be building up to that. This is the most important moment of, of the series, which is Sadako playing a... baseball. <laughs> Very poorly. It's going to be a great letdown when we explain what that actually is now. Um, <laughs> oh, it's it's going to be a big feature. This is, this, that's going to be a two-parter episode for that, just for baseball. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Look forward to. It. So yeah, we we don't we 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 see these girls talking about this tape that kills you. Uh, one of them gets killed, but we don't we don't see what happens. We just see the reaction of um. Masami as Tomoko is killed somehow, and then as... yes, they the oh, yeah. the movie does the movie does this thing that it does whenever someone um gets sadakoed. I guess <laughs> is the term. <laughs> um, if you want, <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna go with. Um, where like it'll like close up on the face, and like the colors will, will like go to black and white, and it'll like freeze frame on that. Mm. It does this pretty much every time someone gets killed in the movie. I which which doesn't happen that often, in fairness. That's fair. Um just just to be clear, it's not like you're not constantly seeing that. I think that would get a bit pretty obnoxious. Yeah, actually now that I think about it, is that actually well I guess I don't want to talk about how many kills there are at the beginning. We'll we'll leave that as a as a little surprise. So As Jen already said, after that we cut to the actual uh, main character of the film, whose name is uh, Reiko Asakawa, interviewing a bunch of students about these rumors about the tape that kills you. Um, and she's just like kind of covering it as this, I don't know. She's she's like a, a news reporter. Um, apparently there's a slow news day because they're, they're covering... A bunch of children talking about rumors about a tape that kills you, uh, which is which is a weird thing to have a segment on in the news. I think actually, now that I think about it, which I hadn't before. But I mean, that's that's the kind of thing. Like I, I could see them like squeezing on, like you said, a slow news day at like the very end. Yeah. Um. So- it's like a news puff piece about like a a, a surfboarding dog or something. <laughs> Scores in at the end. Um, but yeah, and then when she gets home, she has to prepare for um a funeral because the girl that died in the start of the movie is her niece. Um, and so she goes to this funeral with uh her son. Uh, Yochi Asakawa. On names, you know, in, in Japan, they say the surname first. Uh, most translations do it as first name, surname, so I'm going to stick with that. I'll be saying Sadako Yamamura rather than Yamamura Sadako. Um, for everyone's friend, so like Reiko Asakawa, not Asakawa Reiko. Just because just that's how most translations handle it, and I will stick with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be saying whichever name uh, appears in my brain <laughs> out of the first and last names. 
Actually, no, more accurately, I'm probably just going to forget the character's name entirely, let's be honest. Okay, but yeah, uh, Re- Reiko um, and Yochi go to Tomoko's funeral. Um, they seed, they seed, um, Tomoko having, like, psychic powers a little bit. Uh, he gets, like, a weird feeling in the house and he goes upstairs to where, uh, I think where Reiko, either Reiko's room or, sorry, into Tomoko's room where her body was found. Uh, right. Which is weird, actually, because the scene showing uh, Masami's reaction to it is in, like, the living room. Yeah, that's a good point. That's the She she definitely got killed downstairs. I didn't, I didn't think about that before. Masami just, like, moved her body up into the wardrobe so that no one to, like, hide it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, also, also spoilers, I put the body in the closet later. Oh yeah, it's. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's just, yeah. You 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 see a flash. You see a little flash back, like a, a a still frame almost of her body where it was found when um. Reiko is chatting to Tomoko's mother, uh. But also at the funeral, Reiko talks to a bunch of um. To a bunch of Tomoko's classmates who are talking about two other um, kids that also died. Um, at, and they died basically at the exact same time that Tomoko died. And this is weird. And so this is where Reiko actually like starts investigating the deaths of these kids as more suspicious. Um, so there's like two kids who died while they were making out in a car um, suddenly in like kind of the same way as Tomoko did mm-hmm. and they, they had all seen this, this tape beforehand yeah well I think the tape the tape has kind of the, yeah the tape has kind of been mentioned but it's um, it's kind of kind of vague at the moment what's happened um, mm. but Reiko finds a roll of film and in Tomoko's room, I think, and gets it developed. And she finds these photos of Tomoko and these three other teenagers. Um, actually, they never... Did they ever establish what happened to the fort one? <laughs> Um, I, I think they say that he also died on the same day okay. as the other ones. He just doesn't get much attention. Yeah. So they like basically went on this like trip together, um, and she tracks down this resort that they stayed in, uh, all together a week before they died, um, and decides to go there herself, and she rents the same, like holiday home cabin thing that they were staying in. And as she as she's renting the room, there's um a little shelf with a VHSs yeah. behind it. It's like just no- movies. No- just movies that you can rent. Yeah, so all of them are regular movies except for the one she notices that uh, is just like a blank tape with no label on it. 
and naturally with like the rumor of the tape yeah. this being the room she she asks to borrow it yeah uh and when she watches the tape there's a bunch of weird shit on it some 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 weird shit yeah there's like it's just like a montage of unsettling imagery um there's like there's like a there's like a shot kind of looking up through into like from like the inside of a hole looking up there's like a black cir- just like a circle of blackness all around it and one a face looking down from it um there's like a close up of an eye with a character written on it there's there's a clip of a woman brushing her hair in a mirror that suddenly like shifts um that, keep in mind that mirror on that's that's going to be relevant when we on the second episode when we talk about ring 2 yeah that's the if you again if you've seen the film the mirror is kind of i guess one of the more iconic bits um yeah it's like it's yeah woman brushing her hair and then the mirror suddenly like jumps to the side and there's like a, a reflection of a small girl in it and then it jumps back and the woman looks over. Um, there's like a bunch of people struggling on the ground. There's a guy with a towel over his head for some reason pointing off into the yeah. distance. Uh, there's like, there's the eye, like you said, which, uh, the character that is Sada. Yes. Which uh, I think it means mountain. And there, there is a lingering shot of a well at the end, it's just like a wet, just like a concrete well in the middle of a field with nothing else around it. Um, and then the tape just kind of ends. And then just, just like in the room, it goes around the the phone rings afterwards. Yes, the phone rings. Um, and there's kind of. It's like a there's, there's like, the like a creepy that... noise at the end on the other end. This is like that's, I think that's it, right? There's no yeah. I think in the American just... remake, there's a voice, but there isn't in this. Yeah, in the American in the American one, there's a voice, and also I believe when the girls are like t- telling the story in the beginning, they mention that like there's a voice as well. But when we actually hear it, there's just like a kind of like a creaking noise, like a scratchy creaking kind of noise. To further investigate this tape now that she's probably cursed and going to die in a week um, from watching the tape that kills you, um, she calls in her ex-husband, Ruiji uh, Takayama. Yeah, he, he he decides to watch the tape too. Oh, also, I guess we didn't mention there's a thing that like... If you, after watching the tape, all photos of you get kind of fucked up. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Um, when she's, like, looking through the photos of the teenagers we mentioned earlier, and, like, the last photo she sees of them, all of their faces are, like, blurred and stretched in weird ways. Yeah. Um. And so when she takes a Polaroid of herself, it's the same way. Um. And she gets Ryuji to... Or she, she she tells him about it and he just like decides to also watch the tape. Um because I I guess he really wants uh their son to be an orphan. <laughs> 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 he 
he is he's very willing to watch this this cursed tape that kills you. Yeah, I think well I think at the start he's not taking it super seriously, but he does he does like do the photo of her proof thing to kind of like prove the weird fucked up cursed bullshit, but um yeah, he I don't know, he 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 kind I don't know, he kind of does take, like, investigating it seriously, but he's just kind of ca- very casual about watching the tape in the first place. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know, it's... Ever, like, he's he's just kind of... He's just kind of, um, serious about the whole thing, I guess. Um, it's, it's, it's a moody film. People, people aren't... Um, running around panicking for the most part. It's more like a ratcheting up of tension. Um, Reiko, Reiko does panic a bit more than Ryuji does, but it's it's um it's kind of I guess a more escalating tension. It's it's a good film. Uh you should be watching it instead of listening to us talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> instead of listening to us poorly explain yeah. the movie. Um, we're we're selling this podcast really well. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, so they they start um they start rewatching uh the tape to kind of get an idea about like how it was made. Ryuji has like a brief psychic vision um while sitting on a random bench. Um, in, oh, yeah. <laughs> in a scene just just kind yeah. of inexplicably happens. Yeah, we should we should mention he does have like um, some kind of like psychic powers. Kind yeah, of like. yeah, which is I guess where Yochi got them as well. The the psychic powers don't really like factor in too much in the story. It's just kind of they they help there. with exhibition or yeah. Um, with 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 like plot exposition occasionally. Yeah. Um but yeah, they they start investigating the tape. Um they they track down there's there's um oh, there's there's a, a phrase that can be heard on the tape that the English subtitles um for the movie Translate as frolic in brine, goblins be thine. Which is just a beautiful sentence. Because <laughs> um, it's like it's 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 um it's meant to be like a um an obs- kind of obscure old fashioned dialect of Japanese being spoken um, that they end up tracking down to. The island of um, Izu Oshima, um, and they do some newspaper archive research and track down stories about this um, psychic on Izu Oshima named. Um, Shizuko Yamamura. Uh, we've already mentioned Sadako Yamamura a bunch of times. Uh, spoilers: is this is this is actually this Shizo, Sh- Shizuko is Sadako's mother. It turns out. 
Um, and Sadako is is kind of the real person behind this, but they think it's Shizuko for a while. Also briefly introduced to uh, my Takano, who is one of Ryuji's students, who he is maybe sleeping with. She comes over to his his apartment a bunch at least. Yeah, it's at least not kind of ambiguous, but it's like implied. Um, um he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why he's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, they 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 find like their the um newspaper article about uh the there was like a psychic demonstration with uh Chizuka, was it? Yes. What's her name? Um, where she was like exhibiting her psychic powers and someone died during yeah. during the demonstration under mysterious circumstances. Um yeah, she was demonstrating it with a uh a scientist called uh Ikuma. So so Reiko drops Yochi off with his granddad, uh, Koyochi Asakawa, um, and she spends like one night with them, um, and during the middle of the night, um, Yochi uh, watches the fucking tape. Yes, but uh, yeah, they like stay at like there's. As like the their grand the grandfather he said and um during the middle of the night, uh, Asakara wakes up and she just sees um uh, Yoichi watching the tape. Um, because apparently apparently Tomoko appeared to him in like a vision, um, and told him to watch it. I think Ryuji hears when As when Reiko explains this to Ryuji, he like. Things like, oh, that's not Tomoko anymore, or something like that. Um, she's she's been she's been made into. She's been sadicoed. She's been sadicoed yes. So now the the clock is ticking on all three of our main characters before they get they get sadicoed themselves. Yes, this character who has not been mentioned yet in the entire movie. <laughs> by the way, we just. Uh, I I think I think it is it is like when you dig into this movie or this series rather um, there's a certain point where it stops being the Ring series and starts being the Sadako series and I mean that quite literally in like um there's only there's only three of these movies that are called Ring there's like a dozen of these movies like only three of them are called Ring and all the rest almost all the rest are called Sadako something or other. It, it series just becomes entirely about her uh, character who who has actually not been introduced yet in the point of the film we're talking about. Mm, she, yeah, she's not really like in the first movie too much. No, which is it's good because it's this is this is a problem with the rest of the series because they focus on <laughs> her an awful lot and not like the actual good part of the the first movie, which is. This like really tense um, 
um, like struggle of these character, these characters, like hopeless struggle against uh, their inevitable fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, and not what, what the takeaway in most of the sequels was to this movie, which is spoilers: creepy girl with long hair comes out of TV and kills you. Uh, which is like, if you know anything about this movie, you already know that. Um, and we told you to go watch. If you didn't, we told you to go watch it enough times. So it's it's the only it's the only element in this franchise that's worth experiencing, really. <laughs> um, uh, and I I have spent the last year going through absolutely everything else in the series <laughs> to make sure that that's the case. And I, I don't, there's one or yeah. two things. There's one or two other things I like. Uh, but yeah, yeah, really, we're this this is this is this is a series that is just going to mostly be oh my god listen to listen to this horseshit that i'm going to tell you now <laughs> that's the plan i'm very excited for we get to sadako dx oh god that's that's gonna take a while <laughs> sadako, sadako dx which is great name in and of itself uh is the one that came out last year <laughs> it is it is weirdly I think it's kind of a response to COVID through the <laughs> lens of the ring. I, I think I, I think we need to save that for before we get to the episode. Yeah, I it's it's like not explicitly about COVID, but I kind of think that's maybe what it's about. Um, it's the kind of thing because I don't like I don't know any Japanese, so I'm entirely reliant on official and fan translations of stuff. Um so I don't know any of the like um the background of production or you know the culture in Japan around these movies to be honest. Um I I am experienced them entirely as an outsider, but I I really get the impression that Sadako DX is kind of about covid. <laughs> um yeah, we we will we will get to that eventually. Will it will take a while. Um, if if yeah, if, if what what what's the Riggs series take on COVID? Honestly, I just wanted to talk about the stupid little flip. We will get we'll get to all that. We're getting sidetracked. That that back to the good movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they uh, at this at this point they head to the island, right? Yeah, they yeah. Reiko, uh, Reiko drops off, uh, or leaves leaves Yochi with her dad, um, Yochi's granddad, and heads with Ryuji to Izuashima, um, and they stay at kind of like the the old Yamamura house. Um, it's kind of being run as like a B and B now by uh, was it? I think it's I think it's Shizuko's was it Shizuko's bro- brother or Shizuko's cousin by by a man named uh, Takashi Yamamura anyway. 
Yes, that's some some uh, su- surviving person of the Yamamura family. Yeah, um, and we get a kind of a more expanded backstory through them talking to him, and also through um, Ryuji grabbing his arm and having a convenient psychic vision. Um, and we we learn more about this experiment where someone died. So. Basically, they had, um, they had, like, a piece of paper inside of a pot with something written on it that Shizuko had to hold and then predict what it was going to say. Um, and she was, uh, doing it successfully, uh, and then some reporter got up and started calling her a fraud. Um, and then he suddenly died. But it wasn't Reiko that killed him. It was Reiko's daughter, Sadako. Um, well, I think yeah, they had, they had, they had already brought Sadako up at this point. She got, she's been mentioned offhand, but this is like the first time we get to see her. Um, and how she looks as a child is very funny, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I don't think it's meant to be taken literally, but she does look fully just how like the the classic image of Sadako, the long hair over the face, the white dress, just like smaller. Which yeah, if you it, again, if you if you know this series at all, if you've seen the American version, the long white dress, the hair down over her face, um, she looks exactly like that in this vision, um, except she's like. Eight. Yeah, they, they they the one thing they change is they do size her down to child size, which is just extremely funny. And in the vision, she also Sadako also grabs um Reiko's wrist, which leaves like a, bru- a hand shaped bruise on Reiko's wrist. Um, in, in real life, like in once real, they come yeah. out of the flashback, that's, that's that. And this is this this is this is the point now where we know that uh, Sadako was like is like the cause of the curse and not uh, her mother, as they thought before. Yeah, but they, um, they don't really. Ha- they they kind of learn this, but they don't really have anything else to go on. <laughs> so yeah. they pretty much decide to go back to. I can't actually. I can't remember now. Why is there a specific thing that is there a specific reason that they decide to go back to the cabin, or is it just? Huh? Oh, it's because it's because. Um, sorry, it's because when Reiko watched the tape, the phone rang at the cabin. Um, but, and it happened when the teenagers watched it as well, but it didn't happen when, um, Ryuji watched the tape. So they decided that that location must be significant. I think that's why. Mm, so they, they, they sail back to the mainland. There's like a bad storm that's going to stop them, but, um, the... The surviving uh, Yamamura family 
who who as I as I predicted, I have forgotten the name of uh, Takashi. Takashi, that's it. Thank you. Uh, Takashi agrees to uh, sell them back. Yeah, because at this at this point they only have like a a day left, right? Yeah, he's like a small. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a fishing boat? I think. Um, like a small one man boat, and he he, um, is kind of feeling guilty about family history shit. So he he um he uh fucking sails them back to the mainland in the middle of the night in a storm, um, because they're running out of time. And there's like, they're kind of hunched up together in the rocking boat, and Ryuji puts his arm around about Reiko, and they're like getting closer again, um, and 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 she forgets all about what whatever whatever reason they got fucking divorced. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that he's probably sleeping with one of his students. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, and they they head back to the cabin and they find under it uh, a well, the well from the tape. Uh, so this cabin was just built directly on top of the well. They didn't even like knock the well down or anything. They just put a a big concrete slab on top of it. Yeah, uh, they break into they break into like the um like an underneath the cabins. There's like a little area, and inside is yeah just the well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They just have to take like take the. It's on a hill, so it, which is funny actually because in the tape it does not look like it's on a hill. Now that I think of it, um, but uh, it's on a hill. Or I guess actually, look, I'm just looking back at the at the the movie for one second. I guess there's there's a kind of a hill in the background during the flashback. Um. But yeah, the the cabin's like on a hill. Um. And so like. The back half is higher. The back of it is higher than the front of it. So there's, it's you know the front of it is up on beams basically. So there's this area underneath. I'm explaining the fucking physical layout <laughs> of this way in way too much detail. But there's there's like yeah there's an area there's an area kind of underneath the cabin that they tear away some boards at that they could get under and the well is still there intact. Um, yes, they they just they they smash into this area with a crowbar. They they did ask for permission to get here for it. They just kind of broke in. Um, and yeah, they they find the well, and as they put their hands on it, there is there is a, a flashback, which is the the only real explanation we get of how Sadako died, which is just we see, um, Sadako, um. As, and this is this is a difference between this film and the American remake. Uh, th- there's a good few differences, but an important difference is, um, in this Sadako is an is an adult when she dies. Um, she's she's fully grown. Uh, in the American version, she was like Samara was still a child when she gets killed. Um, it's not a, like massively important, but I just thought I'd clarify that for anyone who has seen the American version. Um, and. Mm-hmm we see like a flashback of uh Ikuma who who has also been revealed at this point to be Sadako's father, which I think we forgot to mention. So the doctor that was testing uh Shizuko is also Sadako's mm-hmm. father. Um 
Well, well, maybe her father. There, there's a there was a scene we forgot to mention earlier where there's like um, like looking out over the sea and uh, what's his what's his name again? Takeshi. Takashi. Takashi mentions that um. Sadako's mother used to like sit out on the beach and stare at the sea for like hours on end, and she would like whisper things to the sea. Yeah, and, like, and... there's there's like kind of a, a vague implication in that. Like, go- go- the goblins, goblins may have been hein because she because she frolicked in in brine. I I don't know why I I decided hein is like the her version of thine for no reason. That's not it's not <laughs> it's not how. Not how that those pronouns work. <laughs> well, hey, not nothing is a word until someone makes it one. So, but yeah, there's there's like yeah, there's there's like kind of vague hints about um she's about like weird shit with she's go and the sea and and Sadako. Uh, and yeah, where it's, a, it's, it's left kind of it's left kind of ambiguous whether. Sadako's father was like really human. Yeah. Explains like some of her weird powers. Yeah. Um. But officially, or not, not even officially, because actually, there's like they're like, not officially recorded as a child. Actually, but like um, that as far as people think, Ikuba is Sadako's dad. And yeah, she is just kind of at this well. Uh, and he comes up behind her and whacks her in the back of the head with a stick or something, um, and throws her into the well, and that's just how she died. Um, yes. Um, Jen, 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 would you like would you would you like to give a demonstration of the sound effect that has played when he hits her on the head in this extremely like serious flashback scene? Oh, I would love to. Uh, the sound effect they use is this. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> this is like it's really funny because this is in the middle of like an otherwise silent or not silent, but like other the only sound at, otherwise in this flashback is like just like moody dark music. Um with everyone everything else being silent. Um and then you just hear that. Again, like 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 tiny baby Sadako with the creepy hair and dress, it's not meant, it's like meant to be serious, but I think they misjudged that slightly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Ikuma, Ikuma whacked Sadako over the head and threw her into the well because she's scary, basically. <laughs> well, by this point, she had killed someone, so like... She had killed, she'd killed someone years before, because she's like a fully grown at this point. Oh yeah, that's true. She was she was uh, a child in the last scene, even though she looked exactly the same but smaller. So I guess time has passed. Probably would have made more sense if, like, in the American version, where she was killed in the well as a child, considering like it's a, it makes a little more sense why he killed her if it's like right after she killed someone with her mind. Yeah. So. They decide to try and find Sadako's remains, kind of bring her, let like, find Sadako's remains and kind of let her bring her to rest as an attempt to 
to like break this curse that they have. Um, that it would like ca- calm Sadako's spirit because like they're all uh, they only have like a few hours left until Reiko is going to die. Yes, they're they're pretty much entirely out of time now. So they they lost they lost each hope. Is they 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 lower they lower themselves down into the the well and start scooping up the the well water to try and find Sadako's body. Yeah. Um. It starts off. It starts off with uh. Ryuji climbing into the well, filling up buckets of water, which Re- Reiko hauls up and dumps out. Um, and it goes on long enough that she starts getting exhausted, so they swap places, she climbs down. Um, and while she's doing that, she finds um, Sadako's body um which is just kind of you see you, you see it like he, she picks it up from her he- Sadako's head from the back and as she picks it up the kind of hair and any remaining flesh just like slaws directly off um and she has Sadako's skull um and Ryuji announces that they've gone past the time where Reiko watched the tape she's safe she hasn't died um they they've broken they've broken the fucking curse. Um, they do. They call they call the cops. <laughs> um, cops show up, take the body. They're gonna gonna put it to rest. They all go home. Um, there's some kind of reconciliation. They don't they don't kind of kiss or like fully get back together. But there's just like a very obvious like, you know, they're on good terms again now. Um, mm-hmm. seems like still, uh, we got a bright, we got a bright, hopeful spot of everything looking up and like everything's gonna be okay. Yep. Which, as we know, those always work out great in horror movies. Yeah. Um, Ryuji, Ryuji goes home. Um, he he looks he looks he he notices on his his blackboard. There was a bit earlier where my his student that we mentioned like once. Uh, fucked with one of his equations while he wasn't looking, and he kind of notices it and fixes it, and he's like, "Ah, uh, that student." Um, uh, and everything's <laughs> fine. Uh, and then Sadako crawls out of his TV and kills him. <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> it's a really good scene. Um, it's a really good scene. Um, it's iconic. Uh, for, for very good reason. Uh, and it being yeah, so it's... iconic it ruined the entire rest of the series because that is the only like that's the aspect like almost all the sequels focused on instead of the actual film being good <laughs> instead, yes. instead of like all the long build up and tension um and drama that made it meaningful um almost all the sequels are oh fuck girl comes out of tv and kills you cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it is it is a very good scene, and like if if you're if you're listening to this podcast at all, that means like you like if you know anything about Ring, then you know this scene. It's like the most iconic part of the franchise. Mm. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is a very good scene, but it, it like you said, it's kind of uh, taints the rest of the the franchise. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's not this scene's fault, obviously, but yeah, it's 
it's no. it, the the wrong lessons were learned. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and just and it's just like it's really so just something so like dramatically overtly like weird as well. After like the rest of the film, all obviously is about curse and psychic powers, but it's it's like pretty subdued about it up until that point. Um. And yeah, he he gets killed, um, and so Reiko is left wondering why the fuck didn't she die if he did, and how can she stop uh, her son dying? Because her son is only going to have like a couple days after this. Um, and she goes home and uh, kind of Ryuji's ghost appears in a reflection with a towel over his head pointing her towards the answer which is that she made a copy of the tape. And showed it to someone else. Hmm. And so. Then she realizes. That. If she. Wants to save her son. She needs to. Do the same. She needs to do the same again. She needs to get Yochi to copy the tape. And show it to someone else. So it can spread. And so she has a choice basically of. She has, like, the only copies of this tape um, that exist. So she could destroy them both um, and doom her son, or she could spread it, start spreading it. Uh, so she calls her granddad and says, Hey, do you want to do, do me a favor? I just need to, need to, need to do something for, for Yochi here. And the movie the movie ends with her driving off into the distance, kind of driving towards her dad's house, having decided to do this. It's a good movie. And and then we get some weirdly out of place credits music. Yeah, yeah. Music it's like Yeah, really upbeat or not not upbeat even. It's just yeah, it's just I don't know. I I'm not good at music genres. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just kinda out of place. Uh, it's like the song is called Feels Like Heaven. <laughs> um and yeah, it's a good movie. Uh do not do not get used to us saying that if you listen to the rest of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming next we're gonna talk about Ring Two, yes. which uh a very strange movie goes in some odd directions. <laughs> Ring Ring Two Ring Two um is Ring 2 is definitely not as bad as this series gets. Um, it was directed by the same guy who directed Ring 1. Um, so it has like the basic competence um, and like tension and, and storytelling there. But um, it just starts getting into convoluted bullshit. <laughs> Rather, yeah, so it's, it's it's a it's it's a bad story, well told. I guess is Ring Two, and most of the rest of them are bad story, like worst stories told badly. 
kids. While while Ringworld is like very, it's a very like simple story at its core. It's like very to the point. Ring two goes off with a lot of. It gets really complicated. It goes in strange directions. So yeah, that, that that's kind of the plan. Next, we're going to talk about Ring two, and then after that. Complete descent into fucking lunacy. It's going to be great, I promise. Um, well, look forward to that. Look forward to that. Um, and um, here's 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 the the self promotion part. Um, if you did enjoy listening to this, I do another podcast. Um, I said earlier with my friend MJ about uh, the Ming Dynasty novel Journey to the West that um. Dragon Ball and a bunch of other shit is based on very loosely. This is this is going to be slightly convoluted, but this podcast is go I'm going to put early access to this podcast as a Patreon bonus for people who back my other podcast podcast on Patreon. So if you're listening to this off a public feed off Spotify or whatever, um I have a Patreon for my other podcast, patreon.com slash monkeykingpod. And the plan is, if you back that podcast, you will get episodes of this one like a month early. So if you if you want to see where we're going with The Descent into Madness... You may be, and it's not public yet, you may be able to listen to it by backing my other podcast. I'm hoping this isn't too convoluted of a promotional thing to work. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, if if you uh, pay to be on the Patreon of... Your other podcast, you'll get to listen to this podcast a little earlier. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, or else just just wait. It'll probably be like an episode every two weeks, roughly. I think. Um, because I think that's from from experience doing the other podcast. I think that's about what I could reasonably like get done with my free time and such. Uh, I I don't have anything to promote myself. I don't really do anything. Um, I'm on, I'm on Tumblr, I guess. You can uh, go to genheadgen.tumblr.com. Uh, Is that how Tumblr URLs look? I don't think that's how Tumblr. Just 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 search genheadgen and Tumblr, and you'll probably find it. Uh, that is your Tumblr URL. I just checked. Okay, good. good. <laughs> uh, just search, search for that then. That's uh, uh where you can see about twenty reblogs of another of a different Tumblr called Memory Cycle currently. Yeah. I, should, I should say when I'm when I'm when I'm um promoting my Tumblr I barely <laughs> post that myself. It's mostly other people. If you want to see other people's content <laughs> I think you need you can check my Tumblr. Other other, other, other great posts such as shines a flashlight into your hole and water drop from stalagmite sound effects with reverb searches for the crystal. <laughs> if you want to see great posts like that, I 
I, 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 I will try to make more of my own posts. <laughs> it's not just... Or, or you could just not, like, promote your Tumblr on this. You don't have to. I, I, I don't know. I wanted to promote something. It feels awkward to, to get the promotion segment and what, what I have It's not mandatory. You don't have... It's not mandatory. But despite popular belief, you don't actually have to, like, promote random shit on your podcast. I'm just trying to get money off people. You don't have to do this if you're not doing that. <laughs> okay. so yeah um, if you want to listen to this podcast early uh, give me some money to my other podcast and if you want it, to see if you want a, to see, if you want podcast. to see posts like I always say morning instead of good morning because if it was a good morning I'd be having passionate intense gay sex you should follow <laughs> Chen on Tumblr <laughs> Again, not not my post. I want to take one though. I I I have my own post, which are probably good. I don't know. I don't think I've made one in months. So. <laughs> We're so good at this. We're so good at podcasts. <laughs> okay, I think that's the sound of us beating this to death. Um. This, this horse is now very dead. Um, bye. <laughs> bye.